This is Firefly, developed by Google as part of their autonomous vehicle project, later to be called Waymo. In my first episode of the Singular Machines novel, I mentioned how cars in the future could look like the old horse-drawn carriages of the past. Now a lot of people might think, why would I give up my current car, which looks sexy and is fun to drive, and replace it with a chariot that took Cinderella to the ball? Car designs and shapes are a constant battle between efficiency, ease of use, but more importantly, an appealing physical form. Diving into the way car design is prioritized right now, the vast majority of drivers are owners and purchase their vehicle through a dealership, either through peer pressure from the salesman or maybe pressure from friends, family, and the greater culture, people will pick a car design based on greater cultural appeal. <clears throat> There's also strong generational appeal. Car designs people choose closely match the look of cars that their parents' generation drove. Changes in car design take multiple generations as a result. These factors are often prioritized over ease of use and efficiency. But in a hypothetical future where cars are not owned and driven by people, instead cars are autonomous and ownership is uncommon or even non-existent. It is possible that economics of vehicle design might change. So in this future, if you own a vehicle subscription instead of a vehicle, it is fair to say that the car's design may be based on a different set of economic factors. If cars are just taking you from point A to point B, you don't really care about the throttle and performance feel of a vehicle. Then it's easy to imagine a vehicle that is very comfortable, probably tall, easy to get in and out of. A vehicle would have specific functions. One made for urban commuting might be tall, narrow, and have a short wheelbase, resulting in a tighter turning radius. Vehicles can even be bi-directional. In other words, you get in the car and there are two sets of sofas facing each other. The car can travel in either direction. Cars made for wide open highway driving might be shorter, more aerodynamic, as this would be a more important factor in efficiency while driving at higher speeds. You might even have a fleet of vehicles specifically designed to replace modern pickup trucks. Maybe it would just be a cargo pod with wheels. You load it up at your local supply or box store and tell the autonomous vehicle where and when to drop off the cargo. There may not even be a need for a human inside the vehicle. Well, anyways, I wanted to explain my theory there and kind of explain that first chapter in the novel. I think for this topic, I only covered private vehicle ownership and the shape and design of the vehicle. But it's exciting to also think about how this might affect public transportation, buses, and what about semi-trucks? I also did not cover the economic implications of this future as far as modern jobs are concerned. What happens to all the Uber and Lyft drivers? What happens to the automakers? They won't need to manufacture as many cars as they do now if most people get around on a subscription-based model. Car sharing becomes commonplace. So what do the automakers do? Exciting things to talk about, and I would love to get everyone's opinion and ideas on this. Reach out to me on my YouTube channel, Tech Stories. I'm always interested in thinking about technology, the implications that might have on the future, and how better or for worse this would affect all of us. Thank you so much for listening, and stay tuned for more episodes of the Singular Machines novel, as well as other discussions I have on this podcast. Thank you.